Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. It's your girl, Lady J. And you are tuned in to the I'm Possible Radio Show right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Hey, y'all. I missed y'all. It's been a while since I've been on uh, this particular show. I know. Live. Anyway. But, of course, as you all know, I am still yet recovering from this ruptured brain aneurysm. So... Um, I have been up and down, up and down. So, of course, I'm not able to be on air every week. But nevertheless, here we are. And, of course, I have another amazing guest with an awesome story. But before we get started, of course, we need to get the formalities out of the way, as we always do. So, with that being said, if this is your first time tuning in to the I'm Possible Radio Show or JQLM Radio, and you would like to share with any of your family, friends, and followers, make sure you tell them that they can Download the JQLM radio app or they can get JQLM radio by downloading the TuneIn app and just search for JQLM radio when you get there. Also, you can get JQLM radio through the Streama Simple Radio app or tune in live straight from our Facebook page, JQLM radio. Just click the use app button there and you can also tune in live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, if you miss any of your shows live, that's okay. You can catch any of the episodes on any of the major podcast platforms after it has aired. And that includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Deezer, CastBox, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, make sure you follow, like, and share us on social media. We do follow back. You can follow, like, and share JQLM Radio at JQLM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can follow, like, and share Ego Entertainment at EgoEntNet. That's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you would like to follow the I'm Possible Radio Show, you can follow us on Facebook at I'm Possible Radio Show and on Instagram at I'm Possible Radio. All right, now that we have gotten that out of the way, let's introduce our guest for this morning. Our guest is none other than Linwood Jackson. He is a, an author on mental and spiritual health, and we're going to be talking to him today about his own personal journey and what led him to write in this manner. Welcome to the show, Linwood. Peace, love, and blessings. Thank you for having me. No problem. So before we get started, I'm going to have you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, just um, who you are, what you do, and what you like to do in your spare time, and where you're from. Yeah, no doubt. I'm here in Boston, Massachusetts. I basically encourage my audience to learn themselves, to learn how to love and appreciate and respect themselves by analyzing the experiences they go through as far as they can remember up until the present day. And I do so through implementing the specific, certain specific counsels that are in the Bible for mental and spiritual growth. Because firstly, we're not uh, physical beings. We're firstly mental and spiritual beings. So should we get our mental and spiritual mind intact, that body of information, that body of knowledge is going to actually guide the natural body that is inside of us. And the two can come together and form a very happy marriage, which is what my latest book is about. My latest book, Growth, 
my nine-year journey of me implementing certain counsels in the Bible for mental and spiritual growth and how the conflict between myself learning how to love and marry my character, how that marriage works, that conflict, that relationship, and the progression of it into who I am today. So everything that I write, everything that I say, it's for mental and spiritual growth to feed the inward person so that who we are can be more industrious, for example, can be more benevolent, mm-hmm. can be more kind and, out, and not necessarily altruistic where there's ego into what we're doing physically, but benevolent and self-sacrificing to the point where we're more hopeful for the edification of someone through our actions, through our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors mm. so that they too can, you know, bless and edify another from the influence that we give them. Okay. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your personal journey. Um, tell me what started you, you, you talk, you talk, a, you talked a little bit about, um, abusing self and hating yourself. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Where did that start? How did it start? And um, how would you describe the things that you were doing to abuse yourself? That started initially, I would say when I graduated college, because we're told um, you need to go to college and go to school and you graduate. And this is the kind of life that's dictated to you, not only by society, but in family home and going through that experience uh, me along with my peers we were realizing that this this wasn't actually a reality and especially for the type of society we, we live in at this moment and so the hate that was inside of me was for listening to the opinions of others instead of initializing my own vision for what I saw my life could be or should be instead of you know sheepishly Mm-hmm. believing that this is what I'm supposed to do and when I do this I'm going to have the kind of life that's dictated to me never quite realizing that you have to really be asleep mentally in order to achieve that kind of goal mm-hmm. and so once I graduated I was sort of like you know I'm I went through this experience I retained absolutely nothing because my heart was into it now I graduated and it's like what now who are you with all of this information and yet no knowledge? How have you gone through an experience where you fulfilled the requirement and yet the ultimate requirement of you being fulfilled has not happened? And so looking for an outlet, something that I could claim as myself, I picked up exercising. I loved gym, loved exercising, and I took that to an extreme to where I began to abuse myself in the gym and then with pills and such things for enhancement after for body and and whatnot Mm -hmm. which ended up landing me into the hospital where I had to make a quick decision of why I would rather go through that experience than to actually look at myself and figure out what the problem was like where was the root of me wanting to go through all of that instead of just saying you know what I didn't agree with what I was taught. I need to pick myself up. I need to go forward. Why did I let it get that far to where I'm in hospital now and Mm -hmm. where I damaged, you know, my body? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just having something in me needing a philosophy, I went and I looked at different philosophies out there and nothing kind of related to me. Had an upbringing in the Bible, not necessarily in religion, so I picked it up. 
went through it, I saw that the diet that is in there mentally and spiritually actually helped to foster my physical growth. I implemented it and the experience of that I put into my first book, uh, Perfecting and Reforming Personal Religion, where I realized that um, the difference between religion and the personal philosophy that the Bible teaches is that religion is a routine controlling your mindset and religion is a routine boxing you into who you are and to making you believe that who you are not should be exalted. Right. On the flip side, there is a philosophy in the Bible that talks about mental and spiritual growth and development for regenerating who you are inwardly so that you can then be progressive as a human being while also, you know, suppressing and also healing the sick human nature that we have that leads us to that route of I would rather choose abuse than to think about how to live better. Okay. And that point, and then here I am today. All right. So when you, um, so laying in the hospital bed is what triggered the... You had to make a decision. Like it was easy right. to make a decision. <laughs> right. It, it's what triggered the ability to, okay, now it's time to self-reflect. Like I need to figure yeah. out what's the issue. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we've all had, <laughs> had a point in life where we, you know, had to reflect at that level. So um, at least if you haven't, then keep living. I'm sure that you will for those who are listening. Um, so on this journey of finding out the root behind why you started to, you know, use the, the pills and the enhancements that, and abuse them um, to the point where, you know, you ended up in the hospital. What steps did you actually take outside of studying the philosophies? Like, how did you apply them? Because a lot of people don't really know how to apply what they read when they uh, uh, start out on a, you know, spiritual journey. I mean, I know what that's like, um, you know, living a life full of abuse as a child um, and trying to figure out you know, how to navigate, how do I, I, I find peace? How do I find healing? And ultimately it was my connection with God or learning how to develop a relationship, um, with him. And, um, that helped me to, um, apply what it was that I was, um, reading, studying, and then the, the help that was sent along the way, um, the steps that I needed to take you know, um, from, you know, identifying the root to, um, forgiveness, you know, to extracting all of the negative things that was done to me and put inside of me and then replanting and rebuilding my life. So those, you know, there were practical things that I had to do. Tell me what, what steps did you take in order to like overcome that and get to the point where, um, you are now? Definitely. you hit it on the spot you need a personal relationship and as I went through that journey not to sidestep but just taking a step back for a second as I went through that journey and I went into the Bible and I discovered the actual philosophy within it I began to see a separation between what is traditionally taught as the Bible's philosophy and what actually is the Bible's philosophy Mm -hmm. and so what's traditionally taught is that when you're going through something suffering when you're going you know when you're suffering and you're going through something it's easier to practice a specific routine or to believe that a bread is representative of a body or some wine or some grape juice is representative of blood and to drink it and to think that you're healed 
or it's more effective to imagine something working to where you're connecting to something that you imagine is there as opposed to what the Bible teaches is what you just said mm-hmm. is putting your experience into practice. <clears throat> right. And then from that practice, you're gaining a specific set of knowledge that you can live by to prove and to test and to repeat the cycle of that, that knowledge that you have to make it grow stronger. Right. Right. And so as going through the Bible, certain specific um, principles, for example, there's one that calls for no meat eating and to, go through the Bible, you see that the definitions of the Bible not being a Western book as we traditionally read it as a Western book. Mm -hmm. It's actually a book of an Eastern philosophy. Mm -hmm. And so the authors of each one of those books have an Eastern code of ethics. And each code of ethics has a specific set of terms that have been translated, of course, into English. But that, you know, when you go back into the Hebrew and to the Greek, you look at the language and you see that what's actually written isn't actually what's written. And so one of the first principles I took in and that I digested was no meat eating and in the Bible meat translates to not simply specific teachings or doctrines that are given traditionally or theologically but meat in this sense has something to do with what is in your heart because we all have specific meat that we cling to that we need to eat in order to feel strengthened that we need to eat in order to feel like we are a male or a female we have these idols in our heart this these meats in our heart that we consume them and that make us feel prideful about who we are and what we are doing. First step is to stop eating that meat. When you can stop eating that meat, then you can realize your worth personally and individually, and you can realize who you are without needing to create a character about who you should be. And so just for an example, putting that into practice, I began to understand my reason for being, and I began to understand the level of skill and talent that I have into where it should be given. And with that mentally, translating what is mental into physical, I began to look up basic regular health diets and the non-consumption of meat, for example. Meat gets into our body. It takes a long time to digest. The body, even though we can digest meat, Meat takes up a lot of energy from our organs and also from our brain. So meat eating actually consumes brain energy. And not having brain energy means that we cannot actually process our life in a very clear and perceptive way. So the mental or spiritual aspect of not eating meat translates to a physical or natural perspective of not eating meat, which when you get rid of the two completely, a whole new being of you know, existence comes into practice seeing life differently you're living life differently your thoughts are more better you have more clarity in mind both mental and natural mm-hmm. and little steps that you can take to implement which aren't going to happen immediately but like as you said you go into that 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 place of time in your life and you have a reason that reason is the reason why you move forward the way that you do and for me the search for self-love search for not necessarily identity but knowledge of how to identify love firstly within is the reason why I took the steps to put into practice the little things that I learned and so getting rid of that meat from within it allowed me to have the sort of clarity and to clarify who I am to my own self to mm-hmm. be able to sit down and accept who I am and what I'm worth and what my worth is worth putting energy into. And as I've done that, 
I've come across different people out there, um, especially youth that are really having the same vibe and having absolutely no outlet other than what society is giving them or their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And they're feeding off the negativity that they're, even their own parents are giving. They're feeding off the negativity that society is giving and knowing it is negative, but they're still doing it because that's the only outlet. Mm-hmm. And so giving them a little bit of, you know, listen, know you. Do what you can do to know you. Cut that off. Know you. Find a positive outlet where you can exercise your being. Mm-hmm. And then you can be able to translate that into something positive to reinvigorate your own world because your world is not your parents' world. Right. Your world is not your best friend's world. Your world isn't even the world you've been living for the last 14 years, 17 years. You know what I'm saying? So right. putting that into practice, it just it changes and it alters your level of consciousness. And that's just the ultimate point raising a higher level of consciousness for self-love, self-edification, and for a direction where you can benevolently affect this age and the time that you're living in. Right, right. Okay, so um, we have about three minutes till we break. So before we break, I want to ask you really quickly, what in your walk or your journey um, led you to then begin to write? I've always, always been a writer. Like even before I started writing um, anything about the philosophy in the Bible, I wrote novels and I worked for a writing company. Where I wrote a novel uh, for a writing company. I wrote novels for myself. It was only after the engagement happened that I realized I needed to redirect my sphere of writing. Okay. Because I've always loved writing. Like, even um, as a little child, seven years old, I began to write poetry. And poetry I used as an intelligent outlet to get the frustration inside of me out because I realized that my reality wasn't the reality, even at seven years old, of what was dictated to me. Mm-hmm. So, just dealing with issues, like, even at that young age, through poetry, like, I've always enjoyed writing and I've always used writing as a form of therapy and also as an activity for critical and creative engagement into my own self awesome all right so we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to continue the conversation with Linwood Jackson and talk about um his his spiritual and uh mental health writing self-help and um how he incorporates his story into his writing to help others. So stick and stay. We'll be right back. You are tuned into the Unpossible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Hey. 
night from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your business banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. 
Join us right here on JQLM Radio, Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Gospel Express Morning Show. Climb aboard and get your praise on. This is Patty Spittler, and you're tuned in to JQLM Radio. Hey, everybody. All right. Now we are back. Thank you for sticking and staying with us for our break. All right. You are tuned in to the I'm Possible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, division of Ego Entertainment Network. And we are talking to Linwood Jackson this morning. And if you are just now tuning in, I see some more people hopping on air. Um, he has shared with us his story of... Um, struggling with knowing who he was and what he was supposed to be doing and following what society and everyone else thought he should be doing and who he should be. And that caused him to um, then dive into exercising. And then he started abusing um, enhancement pills and things of that sort. And it landed him in the hospital. And that particular experience caused him then to sit back and self-reflect and figure out what the root cause was behind him feeling like he needed to go that route and go through all of that in order to get to where he is today. So, um, and he shared with us that he had always been a writer. So for those who don't know, he is a, a writer, he's an author and he writes about mental and spiritual health. And so we're going to continue the conversation, um, with Linwood and, um, I'm going to ask you because you've always been a writer, um, you said that even as early as seven years old, you used to use poetry, writing poetry as a way to experience, to express yourself. I'm sorry. Um, especially the things that you felt negatively, you know, it was an outlet for you. So tell me um, about how you got into writing about mental and spiritual health. I know that your walk has a lot to do with that. Um, but tell me, why was it important for you to change what you wrote about it was important because i realized that i actually battled with myself if if i should but i realized that if if i'm going through this shouldn't somebody else also going through it relate to it and if i am coming up with not i am but if i'm if i'm discovering answers and solutions to issues internally, why not um, say something publicly about it? And I battled with myself because the field that I'm actually going into is a field of religion. And the solution of religion isn't actually the solution that I am, I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, religion, religion would actually have you, you know, numb yourself to your issues, numb yourself to your problems by cultivating a form of belief on a specific being, figure, or deity that can take your numbing away from you simply by your belief on it. Mm. But um, in, in a sense, that's actually making the issue within worse, which is why when we're stuck to those sort of policies, we continue a repeated cycle of committing the same acts. 
and then not knowing why we're committing the same acts or the same thoughts or the same behaviors mm-hmm. or we're having the same feelings. The issue is we're not getting to the root of the problem. And so what I was studying was that there's a difference between the traditional form of um, religion that's out there that's theologically supported as opposed to what is in the Bible and the, the philosophy that the Bible gives simply not hiding from what you're going through, but allowing your mind to experience what you're going through to the point where you can not only acknowledge it and accept it, but you can also move on from it in that moving on from it being a form of a scar on your heart or on your mind as knowledge to mm. never go back to it. Right. And, and that's, and, and that, 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 and going through that experience is the reason why I realized I needed to write because as I'm going through this experience, I'm realizing that there is a definite creator of my being out there. And there is a definite creator of not just my being, but also the issues that I have. Mm-hmm. And the issues that I have are not, they're not, you know, placed in me by no, mis- by no mistake. It's not an accident. Right. I have a conflict within me. We each have a conflict within us at specific levels and degrees that are different from one another. Nevertheless, they prevail the same. And that's not an accident. We are all going through the same things. We are all experiencing the, the same thoughts and feelings. Right. And if I'm going through this myself and I'm coming up with solutions based on the studies and the, the examination I'm, I'm giving this specific philosophy, then there are others going out there far worse than me who can benefit from not just my experience, but from these solutions that are in this dissemination of philosophy that I'm going through. Right, right. So there is um, something that I want to touch on that you were, were talking about and you were talking about um, religion. Um, and I, I think what a lot of people fail to realize is, um, we can do anything religiously, you know, religiously is just doing something competitively, um, um, repetitively, you know, over and over again, you can, it it could, it could be anything. And so when I talk to people about, um, you know, quote unquote self help or, you know, uh, overcoming the trauma and, you know, um, hardships that they endure. Um, I tell them there's a difference between having a relationship with your creator and, you know, and, and then living life in, through religion, you know, there's, there are two totally different things. Um, and when you talk about the word, there is one passage in the word that talks about us being overcome by the word of our testimony. Um, And I think that's why it's important for us to share what we are going through because not everyone knows what or whom to seek when they are in those situations, which is why they turn to a lot of things like you did, you know, as far as pills or, or other types of drugs or, you know, gambling or anything, you know, to anything. Right. Exactly. To cope, you know, with that or coexist or just get through, you know, what it is that they are experiencing. So, um, and our way of sharing our journey or in our story, um, is all different. There are so many different ways, you know, to reach so many different people. Um, and to the extent of which they can understand how to take that and, and apply it. So in your writing, you, um, 
say that you use the writing to, you know, help other people who have experienced or are experiencing what it is that you have. Um, is it just, um, um, I know that the, your latest book is poetry. So in, within that poetry, is it just talking about, um, your journey and, um, the things you did to get through that and, or does it also incorporate some tangible and practical tools or steps that they can use and take to get themselves to that point? Of course, you know, poetry being a form of writing that's, you know, not so much, you know, it's alluding to a fact through imagery. Mm -hmm. And so as, as each poem from the beginning to the end dictates to the reader and experience, what you're, you're, you're diving into is me creatively and yet still critically getting to the point of a necessary coexistence between one's self and one's thoughts and feelings. Mm. And how I get that across is by creating certain characters, two characters, male and female, and the need for the love of the male or the female, the need of the love of the female for the male, and the mm -hmm. confusion that the two can't really seem to, to get is that they love each other quite equally. They just simply need to settle down and see it, change the change the way that they define love and change the way that they express their love. Mm -hmm. And as you go through the poems, you know, as I'm writing it in the back of my mind, the male and the female are my thoughts and my feelings and myself, these two characters. Right. And from my implementing the, the philosophy that the Bible teaches, that's not an experience that's free. That is a very ugly experience of where you have to face your loss. You have to realize that your upbringing has failed you. And you have to realize that the people around you as, as great as they are and as much as, as they've given you as they have, they are necessarily failures within their own self, which is why they could not give you what you need to be inwardly successful at this point in time and the reflection is deep and the counsels are practical for an engage an engagement of you you mm -hmm. so that you can then take that and then move forward and this is what the book my book of philosophy my poetry is about it's mm -hmm. the philosophy of mental and spiritual growth and development to the point where your character now realizes its worth in its own self and then where yourself realizes its worth in its own character and just the, the beauty of that is the growth of the human being and the, nullif the nullifying of the condition that is naturally sick within the human being which is you know again another reason why i decided to write about the philosophy in the bible mm -hmm. and to publicly speak about it because we're, we're so trained to believe theological theories about what is divine and what isn't and what is quote unquote salvation and what isn't and what is quote unquote sin and what isn't mm -hmm. when in reality, everything that we're traditionally taught, it's only in moving us towards disliking who we are personally and shrouding who we are by a falsified image of what we should believe is. And that was basically this book of poetry, the conflicts and the necessary conflicts that you need in order to edify who you are to appreciate and respect what you can do on this planet. 
Okay, so your latest um, book, Growth, um, tell me what that title um, is about and what is encompassed in that particular piece of writing. It's basically everything that we should be focusing on at this point in time, you know, even especially with this pandemic going going on and there's, there's a major subject of loneliness out there and there's you know speak, hearing and reading and speaking to different people that this being so far apart has made them realize that they need something more to come home to right and you know what you know what i'm saying is and, and it doesn't begin with the act of going out it begins with the act of going in mm-hmm. and it begins with the act of first I need to be able to love who I am and to respect who I am and to value who I am and to be able to actually think about how I can use who I am in a very practical way, not just for myself, but for the society framed around the type of vibe and frequency that I carry. Right. And this, and this, this title, Growth, it's basically the progression of a human being mentally and spiritually and inwardly to the point where I can re- I can look at myself and then I can respect what myself brings to the table mm-hmm. and I can actually sit down and eat what myself has been cooking for me all this time mm-hmm. and I can actually tell myself this don't taste good. Now that's yeah oh, yeah now good. I was great saying that that's a <laughs> that's a deep concept <laughs> because I'm telling you <laughs> on my timeline there are a lot of people who have during this pandemic um you know, I, I can tell who have not done the work or who have, have told themselves, you know, that they are, you know, one thing and really now they're finding out they're another. And yep. um, it has caused some serious um, personal damage as well as damage um, concerning their relationship or connection with other people and not just people within their household, but people outside of their household as well. Um, you know, I, when this started, I talked, I I was thinking about all of the young people, for instance, who are at home now every day with abusers or, you know, um, uh, whether that be verbal or physical or mental or sexual, you know, and they have to live that. And the adults who now, um, who use work as an escape, you know, um, mm. now you're forced, you're put in a position now where you are forced to look at yourself to really examine, is this really what I, I think of me? You know, is this really what I deserve? If, if not now you really have to do the work and even those who are inflicting the harm and even those who are by themselves, you know, um, who are always saying, you know, I'm, I'm good. I don't need nobody. And now being n- not being able to have that human interaction and that connection and someone that you can, um, you know, pick up the phone um, to call uh, if you're you know, going through something. Now, I think we all are coming to the reality that we actually need that. You know, and not the negative, not the negative energy, of course, but the, but the good energy, but it's very important for us to look at self, to do self-reflection and do the work within, you know, so that we will be okay in times like this and our, whatever we put out into the universe and the things that we 
you know, our encounters with other people will be that of a pleasant nature, especially when it comes to our children, because then they grow up and be broken adults. Because some of us walk around, you know, for years in, in shambles. So um, I think that that is very important in the way you put it. You know, <laughs> now you're the only one at the table and you're realizing that it don't taste so good. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's that's yeah, it's, that's something else. It's, it, it, hits, it hits different. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I do speak to different youths here and there, but more specifically, females, I notice are more open than males. Mm hmm. And there is a lot of talk of suicide among 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds that I've come across, mm -hmm. females especially, um, suicide and bodily harm. Mm -hmm. And what there's, what's, what's really going on is that neither secular or sectarian society is giving us what we need. Mm -hmm. And from what I've been doing and from the things that I've been saying and from the different um, you know, interviews and books that I've been releasing... I'm noticing that youth are are vibing with what I'm saying because there's a society within that society out and society in the home is absolutely ignoring. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to it, you have to be able to live with you. And right. if you can't live with you, then you can't live with anyone else. And if you can't live with anyone else, then I don't know what to tell you, mm -hmm. but but for for what I went through, and I know that since what I'm saying is relating so much to my surprise, you'd be surprised. You just say one thing, and that's positive, and, and the vibe just connects. It's it's getting to the point of meat. Like as I said earlier, it starts with meat. Get rid of the meat in your heart, the specific idols in your heart. Get rid of those idols and realize that you are a home. You are a home. You are born not to this world. You are born from it. We're all born from it. We're all, we, just as there's a society above us, there's a society within us. Mm -hmm. Our creator, we're created with a society within us that needs to be fed, that needs to be cared for. And your society is not going to be able to keep my society. My society isn't going to be able to keep another society. But what regulates us are specific rules of conduct for our being. And these rules of conduct I've found in none other philosophy but the philosophy within the Bible. And that first philosophy of quitting the meat in the heart, that can really help you deduce who you mm -hmm. are and who you are not. Because while we're alone and, you know, while we're substituting what we are at this point in time, there is a need of what we're seeing is all of these, these things. I turn my music up to hide the thoughts in my head. Mm. I put on this TV show so that I can numb myself to what I really think. I like to eat this food and I like to eat a lot of it because I'm not feeling that good. I like to do this and I like to feel the pain of that because the pain makes me feel like I'm correcting myself. And right. I want thought. Right. At this point in time, it's, we don't, we don't, we need a change of diet. This diet isn't working. And that's the point of why I, I elected to make public things that I was learning is because the diet of the naturally inherited culture that we have society, societally and also at home and also inwardly having no guidance 
that diet is our number one harm. So there's no enemy without. The enemy is within. Right. We are our yeah. own number one enemy. Oh, yes. And to to understand that and to, to capture that and to also accept it, that's where health begins. Right, right. Okay, we're going to take uh, our last break for the show. So everyone stick and stay. When we come back, we are going to continue the conversation with Linwood. And um, he's going to tell you all how you can um, purchase his books and follow him on social media. And so stick and stay. We'll be right back. You are tuned into the I'm Possible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Second Peter 1 and 3 tells us that God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him. I have everything.
Are you seeking home care for your elderly loved one? If so, contact Ebony Ligon of Compassionate Senior Care, specializing in non-medical senior home care, including personal care, Alzheimer's care, and homemaker companion care. Visit www.ndseniorcare.com or call 317-449-4857 for more information. Compassionate Senior Care, bringing excellence home. Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere, from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. All right, you all, and we are back. You are tuned in to the I'm Possible Radio Show with your girl, Lady J, right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. And we have been talking to Linwood Jackson this morning. We are down to the last 10 minutes of the show. And he has shared with us his journey of um, really self-love, um, overcoming abusing himself, Um and how he used that to incorporate it into his writing to share with others and on how they can overcome and come into the um, knowledge of who they are and what they are and their purpose. So, um, Linwood, can you tell everyone where they can purchase your books and how they can follow you? Definitely. You can follow me on Instagram at Linwood Jackson Jr., you can head to my website, LinwoodJacksonJr.com. That's L-I-N, LinwoodJacksonJr.com. Or you can just type my name into Google, Linwood Jackson Jr. I'll pop up and I'll definitely be there. All right. And um, can you tell everyone again um, what the title of your latest writings uh, latest writing is and, and any other titles that they should search for? Growth growth my uh, current book of poetry um based on you or the reader or me based on me getting to the reader to understand the, nece- the necessity of putting in the practice the things that you learn from taking on the bible's philosophy point by point and step by step is detailing the conflict of oneself getting to love one's character and also Perfecting and Reforming Personal Religion, which was my first book that I published. It's a book detailing the specific counsels that I learned and implemented for a diet, a mental and spiritual diet. That book um, 
from point one all the way to the last point talks about from a mental or spiritual perspective into a natural form how you can apply mentally the or certain outlines that I give to help bring your relationship closer to the creator and to also help you to understand that you are a creation and that newness of thought and feeling is the ultimate goal of what the Bible's philosophy is all about. Awesome. So if you could say anything to the listeners today, if you would leave them with something, what would that be? Oh, man, anything I would say, add to the faith that you have uh, with knowledge, just as Peter Peter says. You hear so much about, you know, the knowledge or depends on what kind of knowledge you're going for. But the faith that we have is as a child, you know, a child grows. We shouldn't be six years in the Christian religion and still subscribing to the tenets of it and believing that we're okay because of it. We mm-hmm. are supposed to inwardly grow. Mm-hmm. Um, religion, in a sense, kind of retards our growth, and that's the downfall of it because it doesn't add any sort of intellect to us. But grow to the faith that you have, add knowledge of that faith and of the wisdom that that faith is supposed to carry by analyzing the words that that faith is derived from. So adding to your faith, knowledge and growing by that knowledge that you personally retain and replaying that knowledge to yourself and replaying that knowledge to your faith, letting that knowledge carry your faith as much as your faith carries that understanding is the last thing I would say. Because what what fails, I know in me what fails. And what I'm seeing from the different folks I speak to what fails is the fact that we have all of the information in the world, but we have no knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we have all of the faith in everything in the world, and we have all of the faith in ourselves, but we have no knowledge of ourselves to actually have a genuine faith in ourselves. And we have no actual knowledge of the world to understand that the world is actually lying to us. And the world is actually, or society in and of itself, whether it is secular or sectarian, is deceiving us into believing that we are who we should not be. And we're believing that this is who we should be. But in a sense, we're not realizing that who we're told we should be, it is not who we're supposed to be. It is not how we're supposed to think. It is not how we're supposed to feel. It's not how we're supposed to behave. And it's not how we're supposed to treat one another as human beings, not simply physically, but mentally and spiritually. Right. The last thing I would say is just add to whatever you have inside of you, knowledge. Add personal understanding of what you have inside of you so that the faith that you have can intelligently carry you forward. Right. Um, I, you know, the word talks about, um, studying anyway in Timothy, I think it's second Timothy. Um, and, um, people don't realize how important that is because we just listen to everything everybody says and then we just go along with it. Oh, it must be right. Cause it sounds good, yep. you know, <laughs> instead of studying for yourself. So, um, and in studying, um, that is how you obtain knowledge through studying and applying what it is that you're studying when you find yourself in a position to use that tool. So, um, 
you know, the greatest teacher of, and of life period. And, uh, one of the best ways to grow since the beginning of time is experience, you know? So, um, you definitely want to be doing that. So, um, I totally agree. Um, I want to thank you for being my guest this morning. Um, I enjoyed you. You did um, an amazing job. You're always welcome to come back. Um, Thank you for sharing your story. Um, It's difficult for some people to talk about um, their own personal walk or their own personal stories for fear of what other people may think. So I appreciate you for coming on here um, and being transparent on the Impossible Radio Show. Of course you know we're all on this planet we're all going through the same things and i am a being that i just don't honestly care i've been through what i've been through and whoever's listening you're going through the same thing and you need to know that you are someone loved you need to know that you are someone who is destined to experience newness of thoughts and feelings and you are someone that needs to know that what you have been through and what you have learned and what you have cultivated and inherited as much of a lie as you now see that it is that now needs to be fuel to chase real and if me being real can help someone else be real or even more real than me and that i can learn from them then this is what we are all born for right all right everyone that will conclude our show for the day make sure that you tune in on monday for the business banger spotlight show at 7 15 p.m east standard time right here on jqlm radio with your girl lady J. make sure you tune in every day monday through friday from 7 a.m to 9 a.m for the gospel express um and keep listening so you can learn about all the other shows if you're a new listener here on jqlm radio so i'm going to close out as i always do After all of the hell you went through, the word through is an indication that you defeated the impossible too. New adversities will come, but overcoming them has already made you unstoppable. The favor over your life incomparable, which gives you the right to think and believe I'm possible. This is your girl, Lady J, and love y'all. I'm out.